All In Podcast Show is home to the top entrepreneurs, innovators, and world changers sharing their breakthrough moments and how they are changing the world. We will bring mentors into your world who can help you find balance and build a bold life of excellence with your host, Daniel Giordano. Get off the sidelines. Get all in. And join us at www.allinpodcast.com. Welcome to the All In Podcast Show today. I'm excited to share with you an amazing message from an amazing woman, Susan C. And um, just um, buckle your seatbelts. Susan, I want to welcome you to the podcast today. Absolutely. And I'm so glad to be here, Dan, because anytime I can have a conversation with someone who believes in being all in, especially when it comes to the family, these are conversations I love to have. Awesome. So, so let's let's uh, talk a little bit about your background. You know, where where you know where do you come from, and and um, and you know, I know you. We were joking around a bit about the the bus you drive around with all your kids, and <laughs> um, let's just have some fun with that. But but at the same time, you know, just share a little bit about you know um, where you come from, and you know, grew up background. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a great. Okay, so I um, originally am from Virginia. I was born in Petersburg, just south of Richmond. I lived in Virginia. Uh, We eventually moved to Panama City, Florida. And then I graduated high school in San Antonio, Texas. So I've lived a little bit of everywhere coming on down to the south where I met my hubby. And I've been here ever since because he's a Texas boy and he is not leaving and going anywhere and following me around. So we are staying here. And yes, we do drive um, a 15 passenger van because we are the parents of seven children. Hmm. We have one boy. And six girls. My boy is the oldest. A lot of people love to know that. Like, where does he fall in position if he's the only boy? Oh, my gosh. If he's the last one. No, he's first. And uh, he's 19. And then my youngest just turned six just two weeks ago. Oh, wow. So you got him fully spread out in every age category. Exactly. When I meet people with children, I say, hey, I've got somebody that you could be friends with at my house. You're welcome to come on over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so the question is, are you done? Uh, yes, we are done. Yeah. Okay. Yes, seven is completion for us. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's great. Um, so, so um, you know, from a perspective of, you know, how did this come to be where, you know, uh, you, you know, obviously with experience, you know, being an intentional parent, um, you know, but also, um, you know, were you raised like that? Where was there, is there a background there that, that, you know, made you step in, you know, helped you step into this? Mm. I, I was definitely raised by two wonderful parents who are still married, celebrated 51 years of marriage this year. And, uh, you know, in this society, that is something to, be celebrated and something that I strive to emulate in our relationship, my husband and I, we desire to have that lifelong marriage as well. But it also following their example, and then it's just part of the work in my own heart over the years, where I recognize that this was some of the most important work of my life, was the work of being a mom to these wonderful kids. So what did I need to do? And more importantly, beyond what I needed to do, what did I need to be? Who did I need to become in order to raise children 
in this busy, noisy, and highly distracted world. Hmm. So, yeah, so you had a, a great foundation, um, which is awesome. And But then there's nothing like, you know, firsthand experience <laughs> as you start having them. Um, and, you know, so, so let's talk a little bit about, you know, um, uh, you know, in, in the younger days, you know, when you, when you had your first few and, uh, you know, say the first two or three children and you were going through the process of, of, uh, you know, say things like discipline and, and, um, setting the boundaries and, and, and everything that's involved in, in raising a child, you know, what were some of the decisions around that for you and your husband? Mm. Well, one decision we made pretty easily was that I was going to stay at home full time with our children. Thankfully, we had made that decision from the beginning. So then we designed our lives around that type of lifestyle. We always chose to live way beyond, way below our my husband's salary so that um, we were able to care for our home, pay our bills, take care of our living expenses. Uh, we bought our first home was our duplex so that we lived in one side and we had tenants on the other side and the tenants paid most of our mortgage. So I jokingly called the, the first of the month my paycheck when they would put the rent check on the front door. Hmm. I would reach outside and get the paycheck that they uh, take to the front door, the rent check. And I would say, hey, mom just got paid for this month and me and the kids would cheer and that was just how we set up our lives. You know, our friends were going off and buying beautiful first homes and we would celebrate with them. But for us, we knew that we were committed to me staying at home and being available for our kids full time. So uh, we designed our lives to fit that. Sure. And, and so from there, everything else just kind of flowed. You know, it was as the decisions came, uh, we got to decide how do we continue to uh, ensure that we're creating the culture and the dynamic in our family that we really want. Like, what does that look like for us? And then how do we live into that? And what I call that is that we would determine what our core values were as a family. And then every decision, we use those as the foundation. Mm. That's good. So, you know, and, and now um, as you're, progressing through this or as you as you've set this foundation and you're making those decisions you know what, what were there specific people in your life aside from obviously the foundation that that you laid um you know with that was laid with you your parents mm-hmm. uh were there specific people in your life that came alongside to support you mm. and mentor you well that's so funny that you say that because i Over the years, uh, I'm a believer, I'm a Christian, and I would read the Bible, and it had a promise in there, or or more like a a mandate, that the older women were to teach the younger women how to love their husbands and how to love their children. And I just took that, that statement in the Bible as a promise to me personally. So I was like, okay, then I'm excited to see who that older woman is going to be in my life. Who is that person? I pictured that she's going to be someone who lives on my street and I'll get to go over to her house and she'll fix me a cup of tea and she's going to just pour out wisdom to me in these great conversations we're going to have. And anytime a house on my street would go for sale, I just said, okay, that's her house. She's going to move in there. I just know she is. And, you know, like, you know, an older couple would move in or, or some single guys would move in. And I would think, wait, what, what are they doing? Like, that's, that's, 
that's my lady's house. Like, what are y'all doing? Move out. <laughs> and I realized, you know, it was like one of those days where I had a aha moment where it, it never looked like that for me. It never looked like this one woman that I just looked at as my lifelong mentor and influence. It was several women, one of which was my mom, for sure. But then there were just women who wrote books or women who had radio shows or like now people have podcasts and there were articles and there were bloggers and there were conferences and workshops and someone in the church or someone in the grocery store who would just say something to me in passing. You ever had those moments where someone says something to you in passing, but it touches your heart and it's bigger than that moment. It was a, it was a statement you could really hold on to. And that's when I discovered that I've had mentors all along my path. I just didn't always see them as such until I realized that that's the gift that they brought to me in that moment. Right. And, you know, so, and, and it's awesome to recognize that, um, that, that it, a mentor can look, you know, many different ways, um, mm-hmm. and and how it's you know kind of shows up at that time in your life when it's most needed, um, the wisdom and understanding of of uh, where you're at and what you're mm-hmm. you know dealing with at that specific moment in your life. Um, so um, let's talk about you know what yeah you know, let's talk about a day in the life of of the you know your family. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, obviously you, you homeschool. Um, and you know, now that you have a few that I guess are, they're older and moved on to college, um, you know, it probably eases the, uh, the, if you want to call it a burden, I don't, you know, I don't want to use that word as a negative word, but that's what came to mind. Um, but the, you know, what, what does that look like for you? Um, you know, going through homeschooling, um, that number of children, um, and you know, everything that's associated with, you know, getting that many kids ready every day and, and prepared. And yeah, well, it's, it's an, inst- an interesting journey and, uh, I appreciate the journey more than I did when it just felt like, you know, I was drowning in that journey. Mm-hmm. I'm in a place now where I can appreciate it. And yes, my, my oldest is now graduated. So, you know, he homeschooled the whole way through. Uh, he never went to another school uh, or any kind of programs. It was it was here at the house. And so it's like we can exhale because we feel like we did it, like we got one that made it through. We're not ruining our kids. We're not <laughs> making a big mistake. Yeah, we can exhale a little bit. Uh, but we still recognize that we still got a long way to go. You know, when we got a six-year-old, we still got many years ahead of us in this journey. And so we need to pace ourselves. For one uh, thing that I used to do when I – um, the one lesson that I learned is that I was treating parenting like it was a sprint and not realizing that it was a marathon. And so I was like trying to do all the activities and take my kids to all the places and make sure that they didn't miss anything and that they got all exposure to great things that came to town and great activities. And I would go, 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 go. And I was wearing myself out. I was wearing myself out. I was wearing my kids out. We were not really enjoying the activities because they were no longer special because we were always doing everything and -hmm. calling it special. So truly nothing was special anymore. And I've gotten to a place now where I've learned to pace myself. I'm not a runner, but I can appreciate that journey of running and know that if we don't pace ourselves, we'll never make it to the finish line because we're going to burn ourselves out on the front end. And that's where I've 
really appreciate can appreciate the journey now instead of feeling like I'm drowning in it because I paced myself and really slowed it down and we only do those things that are truly connected to the purpose we feel like can keep us to living intentional as a family otherwise it's a no right so um you know it's funny when you were sharing about you know we got one uh, you know that that you know we didn't mess them up. Um, I you know, always think about what what type of and I just ask you you know what what type of response do you get from people when you tell them uh, that you homeschool? <laughs> yeah, I get usually shock. Well, first of all, they're shocked when I say seven kids. They're like <laughs> seven, and then when I say homeschool, I I don't genu- genuinely like this reaction, but it's their honest reaction, and it's like the, okay. All right, so you must be like some super patient, well organized <laughs> woman. Like, what's up? They almost start looking at me like, "Are you for real?" Like, maybe they should poke me. Like, is this a real person? And I'm like, "Yes, I am very real, and I'm not as organized as I desire to be. And I have grown to be more patient. And I still got a long way to go in this. I am not the most patient mama out there. My kids would say yes and amen to that. So <laughs> there's still a lot of growth that's happening here. But there's also just an absolute commitment to this. There's a commitment for me. I'm all in as a mom. You know, you asked a little bit about what is our day like here. Uh, I'll give you a little bit about our family. You see, I... Uh, when I was little, my brother and sister both had a business. It was back in the day when you could deliver newspapers. Remember those? <laughs> like you could actually go out and toss newspapers, and you'd see kids with a big satchel full of newspapers tossing them. And uh, I was watching my brother and sister go out and do that, and I announced to the family that I wanted to have a business too. So they broke off one of the streets in our neighborhood, and that street was my street for delivering papers. Now, I was five when I started this, tiny, barely <laughs> able to carry the bag. and But that was just part of who I am. So when I met my husband, I said, you know, business and being an entrepreneur is just part of who I am. And he said, that's exciting because that's part of me as well. I recognize that I'll probably do corporate for a few years because I want to make sure that whoever my family is, is taken care of. But I want to make sure that I can go and start a business and run a business. And that was part of what connected us. Now, here we are married for 21 years now. And We have our own business. My husband was retired from his corporate job 11 years ago. I have two of my children who are also entrepreneurs. My 17-year-old daughter has a graphic design business, and my 15-year-old daughter is a photographer here in Austin, Texas. And um, talking about business, dealing with clients, working out contracts, schedules, and all of that is part of our day. And it also just fits in well with our homeschool lifestyle because we can ebb and flow as we need to to ensure that they are staying intentional in their lives about using the gifts that God has given them to serve others. Mm. That's powerful. And, and you know, and, I, and I've seen you know some of the things because uh, I, I prod my kids. You know, I say, look, look at you know Susan's kids. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was like. You know, um, you know, but I mean, and they are enterprising. Um, they're just, you know, figuring things out at their age right now, um, okay. which is awesome. So, um, you know, so as you, uh, 
uh, you know, have encouraged them and, and uh, also um, been uh, teaching them. You know, a lot of the, I guess a lot of the times we see, especially with homeschooling, um, usually people give you the excuse or give you the, uh, the, the mindset of, well, you know, how they do socially. I don't think that's a problem in your house because you have so many of them. Yeah, they can socialize. <laughs> yeah, they go to their sister's room. Yeah, Socialization yeah. has begun, yeah, right? Yeah, so, um, <laughs> uh, but, I, you know, I believe there's more social socialization with uh, homeschooling in most cases with the activities and, and um, you know, just everything that, that you get them engaged in um, for most people anyway. Yeah. Um, so, you know, with this message now that you're taking out to the world, um, of intentional parenting, you're you're just completing your book that's uh, about to be published, um, yes. and you have a you know a calling to step out and impact parents, um, which is so, awesome. So you know, to, to let's talk about that and what that's like for you. It's absolutely exciting and a little terrifying all <laughs> at the same time, uh, because truly, as you said, it's going out to the world and it's becoming. Um, an absolute uh, calling and accepting of that calling is a journey in and of itself. It's like you hear the call of move forward, step forward, start speaking and sharing. I say yes to that. And then it's like the doors get bigger and the audiences get bigger and the opportunities get bigger. And I have to continually say yes, saying yes. I have to keep practicing that yes. Uh, So I'm in that process. The book, The Intentional Parent, Uh, will be coming out in 2016. And I'm excited about that. I'm excited about having a message that encourages parents that it's not about the parenting approach and it's not the parenting style. It's about us being committed to living a life of purpose and letting that be our legacy that we pass on to our children. That it's not so much about what we do Because we can come up with a long to-do list of the things we need to get done. But it's about who we are becoming and who we need to be in order to ensure that our children get the message. That there's tons of distraction out there. There's tons of things calling for your attention, right? Just be in a room with anyone for five minutes. Somebody's phone is going to ding or buzz or vibrate. It's going to happen. Something's calling for your attention. But is that what you need to be doing right now? Like there's a question for everyone who's listening to this podcast. When you make a step in your day and you say, okay, I'm going to go to the store and you're going off to go run errands, you need to ask yourself, be willing to pause long enough and say, is this what I need to be doing right now? Because sometimes the things that are before us seem urgent and important until we can step back and reflect and go, you know, I did need to get the laundry going or I did need to go run an errand, but there was a look in my child's eye as I walked past them that said they needed to talk to me. And that would have been the most important thing in that moment is to have that conversation instead of saying, oh, well, I'll get to it later and later never comes. So that's the kind of conversations I love to have. I'm speaking now. I'm doing workshops now on on intentional parenting. Really big conversations happening around mom guilt, especially. I speak to a lot of moms groups. And I also work with moms one-on-one when they need to have that conversation about my husband and I are talking about divorce. Mm-hmm. And I get to have help them have conversations around how can they be intentional and be really clear on what it is they want. 
Because if it's not divorce that they want, then how can I support them in getting what they really want? If they want to turn it around, how can I support them at that? If they have a child they're not getting along with, how can I support them in that? There's moms out there who are suffering needlessly, and I'm committed to stepping up my game and being available so that they can have those safe conversations where they don't feel judged, but they can get the help they need and get the tools they need to deal with the challenges they face day to day. Hmm. That's that's awesome, you know, having an impact like that. Um, so as a... Um, a mom on a mission here, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, somebody that's out there um, impacting parents and, you know, ultimately, obviously the children and, and the legacy that that will um, leave, mm-hmm. you know, what are some things that you're working on? You're, you talked about the workshops, you're talking, you know, talking about, you know, other things that you're doing to, mm-hmm. um, to get your message out. But, you know, what is the, what do you believe is the, I'm trying to think for the, the right word, but um, the, the underlying drive for you, you know, where you just feel like it's, you know, it's time for me to do this and, mm-hmm. and not that you're waiting, you know, cause you've been doing it, but you know, mm-hmm. what is the drive now? You know, what's driving you to really step it up? Yeah. Great question, Dan. You know, over the years I have worked, I've always been the one who's helped start groups for women or help support parents by having some type of parenting group at our church or in our community. I've always been with someone who's been involved and in the conversation and supporting and helping. And over the years, as my kids have grown, I've had several people ask me about them. They're like, I just love being around your kids. They're great with conversation. They're big helpers. I see you all really have a love and care and respect for one another. How did you do that? And I would just say, oh, I don't know. Um, We just love each other. And I just realized I kept saying that that wasn't really helping anyone. So I had to go into a period of reflection to say, it's more than that we love each other. What is it? And that's when that central message of my husband and I have been very intentional. We're intentional about what our kids read, where they go who their friends are, how they spend their time with them understanding and appreciating the wisdom that's contained within the word of God. All of those things that we do, we want to be on purpose about it. And so from there, it just became, how can I share this with other people in a way that that they can hear me so that I don't come in like, hello, I am the mother of seven and my kids are well behaved and respectful and I'm here to teach you all how to have the same. <laughs> That's not my heart at all. I'm like, no, I, I'm not. There's no perfection here. There's still struggle. There's still growth. There's still things I need to learn as well. So I see myself as a fellow sister in the journey. We're both in this parenting journey together. Here, let me share the things that have worked for me. And please, would you share the things that are working for you? And together we grow and together we can be intentional, even though you may not homeschool, even though you may not stay at home, even though you have differences than I do, we can learn from one another. So let's facilitate a conversation and let's let just being intentional be the foundation we stand on together. And beyond that, let's be clear about what your purpose is and I'll be clear about mine and we'll do this journey together. Hmm. That's, that's some good stuff. Um, 
Because I think so many times people think that, you know, or, or we may look at other people from that perspective of, of uh, well, they're going to teach me how to be like them. And, mm -hmm. um, and, you know, and that's not really what this is about because um, everybody's on their own journey and has their own style. Absolutely. Um, and uh, their own uh, goals and dreams of what they want their family to look like. Yes. Um, so that's that's really awesome to, to step into that and help them bring that out. Um, that is my desire, is that we have more conversations around living according to principle and not focus so much on the practice. Mm -hmm. Most parenting books, I feel like, are focused on the practice. They're focused on how-tos, like how to have your kid be this by, you know, Friday. Or <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they want to talk about the how-tos. Right. And as parents, I get it. Like I've bought those books. That's why I can reference them. I bought those books because I thought, man, somebody help me out. And it wasn't until I appreciated that God chose me to be the mom for these kids and he didn't make a mistake in that. So I can lean on the wisdom of another, but I must do it in the proper order. So the proper order is that I get clear on where my shortcoming is and where I need help and the direction that I want to go. Then I look for someone who has the wisdom, be that an author of a book or a speaker, or it might be the lady next door, who can help me to bridge the gap between where I am and where I'm trying to go. But all too often as parents, I think that what we do is we face a challenge and we freak out. And we go, oh, my gosh, like Johnny just won't potty train or, you know, like I've got this problem. And my teenager's got is disrespectful and got a bad attitude. And we run off and we go buy books and we read blogs all about what we should do. Everybody's got a different opinion. We get overwhelmed and then we feel worse about our situation and we're not helped. Hmm. Where I say, let's get clear on what we want first. And then we seek out the wisdom to help us close that gap between where we are and where we want to be. Right. That's awesome. So um, as we begin to close out here, I mean, a couple important things that I want to share with the audience here is obviously uh, first, um, you know, how do people find out more about you and be able to grab a copy of your book when it comes out this week? Yes. Well, I am... Uh, I have a website, susanc.com. So Susan, last name is S-E-A-Y.com. And you're welcome to get on that website. Leave me your name and email address because that's where I'll be announcing the book release and all of the goodies that will go with that book release. And then a place that I visit regularly is Facebook. So if you find my uh, page on Facebook there and like that page, then you'll also see postings about the book and other nuggets from me as I share about our family and some more things about how I'm feeling about parenting today. Awesome. And, um, I, you know, I, I appreciate you taking the time today. Um, and, and it's really awesome to be part of getting your message out, uh, and, and the impact that it's going to have and seeing how God's using you to, to have an impact in parents' lives, um, and, you know, children as well. So, um, you know, I greatly appreciate you taking the time to do it, and I appreciate you stepping out. And um, you know, as you mentioned earlier, you you know, there's still a fear. And you know, for people listening, you may be feeling like I have something that I want to share with the world, but I don't know what to do. I don't know how to. Um, you know, I believe that any person uh, throughout history that stepped out to do something that was uncomfortable had you know some of the same 
uh, feelings and, and uh, circumstances that they went through that, that helped, you know, that, that, that they had to break through in order to reach the next level in their life to what they're being called to, to get their message out. So it's important that, you know, I, I appreciate you sharing that because a lot of times people may look at people like you and, and myself and, and they may say, well, you know, they don't have any fear. They don't have any challenges. Uh-oh. You know, their life is perfect, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, Call me. I'll yeah. tell you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole nother podcast on challenges, right? <laughs> no question. That's awesome. So, um, I appreciate you taking the time today. Uh, any, uh, uh, yeah, I guess one thing I'd like to close with is, is there a favorite quote or favorite, um, uh, yeah, I guess a favorite quote that you'd like to reference? Well, one that I put at the top of my website and they could go see that and that I say to myself often is life, time with our children is short. Be intentional with every moment. And I'll say that again because I kind of jacked it up there. Time with your children is short. Be intentional with every moment. And so if I could just encourage those who are listening, I would just say that it's less about what we do and more about being present and being with our children and being focused and on purpose in those moments. Powerful stuff. Well, as we close here, I, you know, again, thank you. Um, thank you for being here and sharing your message and um, greatly appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to being part of the journey. Yes. Let's stay connected for sure, Dan. And thank you for having me and giving me the opportunity to share with all of your listeners. I greatly appreciate you. Thank you. For more information on the links and resources recommended in this show, please visit allinpodcast.com.